0: Brand new day, the day that the let's go, let the song play. What rock is she got a spinning it, it, she can Word is out from the mouth, what's it all about? Father, come and do it different Another opportunity for a positive change. this brain the in the A minister, one fill a depth. We go, get up, go, get up, go, get up, go. I'm See, her, the Metroid, Word is What like she's scared. said, the care. that say? No, what what's got to say? Uh-huh
1: well good morning, good afternoon or good evening. Whatever time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in to this podcast. I hope and pray that this day finds you well. No, I have no clue what is going on in your world. But if you are alive at least, then rejoice in that. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord hath made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. And what does it mean to rejoice, Stephanie J? It means to experience joy and gladness in a high degree to be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations to exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to every one. And so I hope you are rejoicing in this day. If you are alive and hearing my voice, realize that you have received a gift. If no one else gives you a gift, then just appreciate the gift of life. I know I do and so i'm back again i'm trying to end this with this last episode i have been talking about what do we do about our children looking a little bit at suicide rates and some of the other issues that are plaguing our children our families and communities as a whole because What affects them affects us, even if we are not directly affected by suicide in our families and communities, then we are affected by the statistics and the numbers that we see climbing daily because this is unfortunately a route that not just children, but many adults have chosen as well and it is really really disturbing so I've given my opinions I've given some facts that I found on the internet I have gone off on a few tangents I've given a few scriptures and I have prayed and what I want to do and trying to finish this episode is I would like to pray, I would like to read some relevant scripture verses um, about our children and about some things that, you know, the Bible speaks about our children and what it is, is a call to action, even though I do not know all of the actions that we should take i I read philippians 4 6 that says be careful or be anxious about nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication so we can start there that's a really great start we should always start everything with prayer start your day with prayer it's a brand new day for me every day that i open my eyes and i do pray even in the wee hours of the morning I still wake up and I pray nothing better for me to start my day with. I'm not a coffee drinker, even though I, you know, have iced coffees every now and then, because I allowed my husband to kind of get me to drinking them a few years back. I never was a coffee drinker growing up, but those iced coffees taste a little different. (laughs) The mocha tastes really good from 7-Eleven. And so every now and then I'll let him tempt me into that and, you know, stay up all night because of the caffeine, but I don't need a cup of coffee or any other type of substance, caffeine or anything to wake me up, to jumpstart me or any, anything like that. Prayer is my vice of anything. So, um, I also want to play a song of mine. What I feel like is a cry from a lot of young people help me find my way and and somehow or another we have to do that help me find my way a lot of them feel lost and they feel lonely they feel rejected they're already growing up in a society that it's okay and it's normal for them to be isolated it is normal for you to see a young male or a group of young males in hoodies with hair, headphones, earbuds underneath the hoodies with their phones and tablets and devices. And some of these kids have fancier stuff than I've ever had. They have the latest technology. Some of them work just so that they can get that latest. Like I've never had an iPad. Um, I have iPhones and, you know, Android. I have a, a tablet, a, a laptop. And a desktop, but I, I don't own any really super duper fancy equipment. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a phone ever. I could be a billionaire. I would never pay six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars for a phone, let alone two thousand and all of this crazy stuff for this technology and devices that is literally destroying people's lives. Come on, people, wake up. It's time to wake up. What are we going to do about our children? We need to come together in some kind of way and find some solutions. And it needs to start in the home. And it starts in the home with the fathers. You have been the ones commissioned to be the priests of the household, to rear your children up and raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And then you're commanded to love, first of all, leave and cleave. And before you think that that's just in Genesis, it's in Galatians, it's in Ephesians, it's in, I think in in Matthew, it's in a few places. God's commission and command for married couples was for husbands to leave your father and mother and cleave, be stuck to, be glued to your wife and then wives. We were commanded to reverence our husbands. I know it's hard. Trust me, I know it's hard, but the Bible even gives you an ultimatum about that. It says, now, if you have a problem doing this, do it as unto the Lord, which is pleasing in his sight. So that is the hierarchy of the original marriage that God created in the Bible. That's the only thing I recognize because that's what I've grown up on. That's what I live by. And so, yeah, husbands, you have the responsibility. You decided to have a family. You made a choice to put the ring on our fingers and, you know, go the whole distance. So you have a responsibility to be a provider, to be a caretaker. And so I would admonish you to do whatever it takes, do whatever is necessary to make it right. It doesn't matter what the relationship is. I mean, it's a f- unfortunate. Divorce is, it's, it's here. It's, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Divorce is, is something that is quite normal these days. You know, it is something that Okay, all right. Well, they're divorced, you're divorced, I'm divorced. You know, it, it's normal. We're we're used to it and and it does a lot of damage. And and our children are damaged by the choices and the decisions that we make. But sometimes there are things that happen that it just cannot be resolved. And sometimes people don't understand, and I do, there are certain situations and some things that it actually is better for two people not to be together than to be under the same roof, trying to live together and you're tearing your children apart. That's not helping either. And I'm not even going to get into all of that, that people, well, the only reason the Bible says divorce, and that's a whole nother can of worms that I am not trying to open up right now, maybe another day, another episode, but I want to read a few scriptures about children and maybe I'll look at a few more and then I'm going to play this song and then pray out. So let me go ahead and do that now. So. This is what the Bible has to say about children. Children have a high priority in God's eyes. Psalm 127 and three says, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. For as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Five, happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. I don't really know about that in this day and time, but it says they shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Matthew 18 and three says, and said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. For whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Five, and whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Matthew 19, 14, but Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Mark 10, 14, but when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of God. To you, children, Ephesians 6 and 2 says, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And the rest of that verse says that your days may be long upon the land. So those are some scriptures regarding children. And now I'm going to look a little bit on. I think I clicked on anxiety. One second here. Matthew 6 and 25 says, therefore, I say unto you. Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, 26 says, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feedeth them, are ye not much better than they? That's what I need you to know, young people, today. You are much better. Your father, if your earthly father does not, your heavenly father cares for you and he takes thought for you and he has provisions for you and he has a plan for you, a purpose for your life. So please don't end it. 27 says, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature 28 and why take you thought for raiment or clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they toil not neither do they spin. 29 and yet i say unto you that even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these 30. wherefore if god so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? 31 Take no thought saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? 32 For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. 33 but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And that's a, a solution right there. And that, that goes just a whole, a long way, but generally in just talking in general terms, if We as a people and as a whole will stop seeking all of these other things. Stop being consumers and, you know, letting the world and every other race and nation sell us their goods and, you know, stop putting all these channels up in your house and the cable, you know, some of y'all need to get rid of some of that stuff and you wouldn't have so many problems. You know, you've already let the devil in the door. That's another topic, but You know, marriages will probably be a little bit better because you don't have a thousand channels in there for your spouse to be up watching while you're sleeping and and going out doing other things. You wouldn't have to call talk show hosts and be all up on, you know, on somebody's couch talking about what they're doing. If you would just cut it off at the door, Jesus said, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Cut that remote off, cut that cable off, cut those satellite dishes. Yes, pastors, you too, you're included in this. A lot of pastors are struggling with porn and issues because they won't cut it off like the Bible says. So yeah, it's real out here. And then our children wouldn't be witnessing and seeing all of this and they wouldn't have access to all of this. Let me tell you something, Uh, I took cable out of the house probably about good 17 years ago and haven't missed it have not missed paying that bill have not missed those channels then they came out with the um you know the antenna you have to put in the house we had that for a little bit i took that out of there we pick and choose what we want to watch family movies up in here up in here our devices are filtered my husband and i have each other's passcodes and passwords for phone ain't no secrets going on up in here that's what you need to do you need to you need to uh uh i don't even know the word let me let me if, if if we would take more care and concern about what we're doing in the homes even around our children and stop giving them access and you you may not be able to control everything every environment and where they go and then you have to. Learn how to know where they are. Who are they hanging with? Who are their friends? What kind of family? These days, you just don't know who you're allowing your child to go with. My parents knew who we were going out with and who we were hanging out with. I knew who my children were hanging out with and where they were going because they weren't going a whole lot of places. But when they did, I definitely knew what my children were doing. So you have to be involved. You have to be the ones to be watching over your home. You can't do that being gone all day and all night. You can't do that sitting there with your face in a device just like the children. It is not having a conversation with everyone sitting at the table with their devices out taking phone calls, doing family meals and all that. We need to get back to that. The old folks knew how to keep a family together. For the most part, there was divorce and stuff. I'm not saying that, but the homes were a lot tighter. Fathers, even when fathers were doing their thing, they still came home. A lot of them brought their paychecks home and you know the wives cooked the meals and they raised the kids and all of that kind of stuff. But I'm just saying, we just wouldn't have a lot of these problems and our children would be a lot better off. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And I don't have time to get into all that. You have to find out what that looks for, looks like in your life. 34 says, take therefore no thought for the moral, for the moral shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Matthew 10 and 30 says, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. That's something to think about. God has taken so, so much care and so much delight in us. The Bible tells us that we are his handiwork. So young people Understand today, if nobody else tells you, Stephanie J is telling you today, you were created for a purpose. You were created in the image of God. It doesn't matter what mommy and daddy says. In fact, the book of Psalms says, when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. He's there. He's available. He's waiting on you. Please do not choose suicide that is not an option that should never be an option put those thoughts out of your mind know that that is a permanent solution to a temporary problem it doesn't matter how bad it is it will turn around it will change sometimes we just have to do the work it is not going to just blow over like somebody's going to wave a magic wand and just make everything perfect in your life The Bible never said it would be easy. Look at Jesus and I'll be all day trying to look. He carried the rugged cross up the road to die for us. He was mocked. He was beaten. He was rejected. He was scourged, but yet he endured it all to take our place so that we could live and we could have eternal life. So please, please, please don't end it. I'm going to play this song that I wrote and recorded called Help Me Find My Way. My husband did the music for me. And I've been meaning to say uh, the theme song. I've been playing my theme song on these last few episodes. So trying to get these levels, you know, to where they're sounding decent. But my son, Rashan, I advertise his music on my shows a lot. He's on SoundCloud under S. M-N-S in all caps, but that is an instrumental that he created years ago when he was actually still in high school and I loved this so much. I asked him if I could use it for my theme show and this was actually before I did a brand new day with Stephanie J years ago. So I'm still using the same theme and I'm probably never going to change it because I just love this song so much. And that is my husband doing the rap that he wrote for it. And then I'm just singing and ooh-la-la in, in the background and then I'm speaking. So that is the theme song for A Brand New Day with Stephanie J. And here I go with Help Me Find My Way. And I'm dedicating this to all of the children. I thought I'd finish my own song as it's going out. And I'm dedicating that to all of you, babies, children, young people out there. Please don't be afraid to ask for help and parents and leaders when they come to us for help cast aside the judgment just think back to your young days think about the things that we've done stop acting like you never did anything wrong let's be there for our children and other people's children and just let's just do whatever we can whatever we have to do to just try to uh reduce these suicides, reduce these tragedies from just hitting our lives. I, I don't know all of the answers. I don't have it all, but at least we can pray about it. We can talk about it. Boy, I wish we could have forums all over the world with our children. Just telling us what it is that they feel what it is they're going through and to actually have people listening. And then we working together to find the solutions. But I'm going to end with these two verses of scripture and then prayer. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. Let not your heart, that was Nahum 1 and 7, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, John 14 and 1. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this day. I thank you for all of those who are listening. I pray, oh God, that ears would be open, eyes would be open, that we as a people, as a nation will wake up out of our sleep. We will be attentive to the needs of our young people and you would open up doors of opportunity everywhere for their voices to be heard, meet all of their needs, supply their needs, even loving homes attentive caregivers, parents, wherever they are, their their needs to be met in the physical as well as emotionally and spiritually. And I pray, oh God, that we would begin to climb up out of this thing together in Jesus' name, amen. You be blessed. Thank you so much for your time.